Welcome to Leading with a Brave Heart, a podcast that helps professional women build the confidence to lead with their hearts, to lead with confidence and compassion. I am Michelle Johns and my mission is to help you find your voice, that voice inside you that has the potential to transform your career and open up new opportunities. I'm so excited that you are here. Now on to the show. talk about leading with a brave heart but what does that mean I thought I would create this episode today and share with you what I mean by that and then provide you with a few practical steps of how we can all do that lead with a brave heart if you've been listening in or getting my free resources for a while you may know that I believe that boardrooms need more feminine energy That's not to say there's no place for men or any masculine energy in the workplace, but we certainly have an imbalance right now, especially in Australian boardrooms. Firstly, some may say to me, but the way corporates worked in the past has been successful. Why change it? Firstly, has it worked? Has it really worked? How many workplaces have you been in that have toxic cultures or toxic masculinity or at the least, unconscious gender bias and many other biases too. Secondly, there's so much evidence out there that organisations that have more women in leadership or a woman leading at the top that bring that more feminine energy in are more successful. As organisations, they make more money. So I don't just subscribe to more feminine energy to balance up and give people who weren't given those opportunities in the past a go-to. But there's also a real business case for organisations to embrace this. So my passion is to bring more heart into leadership, to lead with more heart, to lead with empathy and compassion and femininity. The reason we need brave hearts is that we need a movement to challenge the way corporates are led today. So many of us get into the corporate world and see the leaders ahead of us and believe we need to aspire to be what we see so we can also be leaders. So I talk about this from my own experience. We become more masculine and um, become someone we're not. So I talk about this more in my very first podcast episode named Just Be You. Now, not only this, we also see a lot of books um, and people talking out there about women needing to do something. So we're talking about women needing to fix themselves. We see it in books, we hear it from mentors, and we experience this in leadership programs out there. And I have experienced all of these in my career. Now, on a side note, if you ever experience my mentoring or leadership programs, you'll be encouraged to just be you. Because it's often in those early years in our career that we um, take the advice because we don't really know who we are yet. We haven't found our own voice. So we're very open to be molded or developed or fixed. (laughs) But we find out later that we've lost ourselves. 
we've become someone who we no longer recognize. And I'm speaking from experience here. So back to being brave. We need to be brave to resist the urge to fix ourselves and instead find ourselves. So even though the landscape has changed out there from when I was first in my career uh, becoming, I guess, climbing the corporate ladder back then, it still takes courage today in those male-dominated industries like tech, engineering, media, and even government to be able to um, have confidence to lead with the heart, to bring more femininity into those workplaces. So let's get a bit practical and think, and I'll talk a little bit about how you can lead with more heart. So um, firstly, instead of lean in, how about lean out? So have you ever been told to lean in, but whatever way you cut it, it just doesn't feel right to you. So I encourage the lean out approach. Lean out or lean back and listen first. Lean outside your organization and get some mentoring. Then lean in when you're ready to engage, when you're feeling more brave and confident, when it feels right to you. I read so many books. Well, I read so many books in my career and I went to so many leadership programs that kept telling me to lean in, lean into it. And it didn't feel right to me. And I'm an extrovert. It didn't feel right to me because there were so many gender biases going on. My instincts told me it wasn't safe or it wouldn't be received well. It would be received differently than if I was a man. So it wouldn't be authentic. I was being asked to fix myself, to not be me. And I even tried it a few times and I can tell you it did not go well. So if it feels right to you, go ahead and lean in. But if it doesn't, listen to your instincts and perhaps listen a bit more, observe a bit more, take in the environment and get more data so that when you do, um, I guess, engage, that you feel brave about it or you feel confident. Another uh, practical tip is when we hear the word, so instead of speak up, find your voice. So often we get told, speak up, just get in that meeting and speak up, just say what you think. But we know what's going on in those meetings when we speak up. We're seen as pushy or um, instead of, you know, confident, we seem um, overconfident or um, we're interrupting someone or um, we're taking up someone else's space. So instead, um, use the language, find your voice and don't, and there's no need to speak up until you feel that you're ready to, that you, some people are very, quite a lot quieter and sometimes we can um, when we find our voice, we know when the right time to, to speak is. We know the right time when to ask questions. We can use different styles instead of um, the traditional speaking up. So if we think of it in terms of um, language, it can also give us more confidence. So instead of um, being told to speak up, if we think about finding your voice. It's a very different way to, to view it. 
And another one is around instead of telling people or communicating the vision or um, giving direction, we can, when we take a more feminine style, we, are, we will listen. So instead of tell, we listen. So I might put this in the show notes, just the three dot points. Not lean in, lean out. Not speak up, but find your voice. And not tell, but listen. It's very, um, it's so much more impactful when we listen to others. So, and it's more on the feminine side instead of the masculine side. Now, it's not to say that you never speak up or that you never give direction or communicate. It's more about having a mix of both. So, being brave and being leading with your heart is about having the courage to lead with compassion. So despite what we've seen before when, you know, it's work is work and, um, you know, it's all about the task and not about the person, now in these times we are being called as leaders to lead with um, a more humanistic side. And, And despite what we've seen before, having the courage to ask someone how, how they are, ask if they're okay, um, is, more, is more what we're looking for from leaders now. And despite whatever situation you face, someone is um, having a difficult time, they will bring that stress into work. If we react in a way to um, discipline that, rather than leading with compassion, we can end up in quite a difficult situation. So if we've got the courage to be compassionate to others, whether we, whether we understand what they're going through or not, whether we agree with their um, opinions or not, when you lead with compassion, you can get a better outcome. Now, the reason I'm going on about this point is that I have heard in the past where people will say, um, men make better leaders because we're less emotional and when we have people coming to us with all their problems, we can handle it better. I can't imagine how a woman could do my job. I have heard this. I would put it to, to someone who thinks that, is that actually if you had a woman leading those or someone who had empathy and compassion for people leading those teams, it wouldn't actually be as hard to manage those teams because they would connect with the person. They would show empathy for the person they will show compassion and when you meet someone with what meet someone where they're at you can help them to manage their own emotions rather than every day they come into your office um, and not and not moving forward with their emotions someone who is empathetic and compassionate can actually help someone else um, neutralize their emotion and move into a logical brain faster so I actually believe that women can manage those situations better than um, men and I say it more in a you know masculine versus feminine way rather than whether it's a man with empathy or a woman with empathy it's the same so I would put it to um, someone who believes that more a more masculine approach is needed so that you don't take on all those emotions, I would say that someone who can empathise actually is more impactful as a leader.
So um, I have gone through all of the points there. Now, earlier, I referred to the gender bias and other biases that exist in the corporate world. And I would say that with more femininity, that is more empathy, compassion, listening to those biases, seeking to understand people, not only would um, gender bias, but other biases can be overcome uh, more likely in these situations. So now this is very aspirational, but it's more likely to happen where we can break down these biases when we have more femininity in the workplace, rather than keeping on doing the same old thing we've been doing in the past. So in summary of today's episode, and I went on a bit of, rant, a bit of a rant about compassion, um, I want to offer you a little model that you can refer to. <clears throat> so I think it's great to play to your strengths, um, but you can also recognize the energy that you bring to your leadership. So I refer to the masculine and the feminine energy model to recognize um, when you're reflecting on your, your leadership. So I do this when I'm reflecting my own leadership. Am I playing you know, more to the masculine? Am I playing more to the feminine? Um, where are my strengths lying? But being aware that it can be helpful to have a bit of a harm, harmony in that. So balance it up and be, be using both, both energy or having a more balanced energy when I'm leading. So I can share that early in, um, in my career, I felt that my femininity was rejected at work. I was often told I was too emotional when I was just passionate about something because the way my emotion would reflect maybe would be in, um, in more like I look like I'm about to cry or something like that, whereas a man might, you know, become more aggressive. So I would try to become more masculine um, and because of my body and my brain resisted that, I felt a resentment because um, I saw that men could get angry and aggressive and that was considered, you know, confident and it was also accepted in the workplace. But if a woman expressed an emotion, um, it was that time of the month or she was going to burst into tears any minute now and it's not appropriate to cry at work because she's emotional but it's okay to thump a desk and yell at somebody, which is what I observed early in my career. So I want to put it to you that maybe both those behaviours were below the line because they, both of them can impact other people in the room. So, you know, if, if, I've, if I physically show um, extreme emotion, it could, um, you know, have an impact on other people in the room. If someone... Um, shows that emotion in a more masculine way that can also have an impact on others in the room. So I would say, you know, feminine and masculine energy, it's, you know, it might have been more feminine, but it was below the line. So the model that um, I'm referring to has masculine energy and feminine energy, and there are behaviours that are above the line, and they're considered divine masculine or divine feminine. So they're more constructive behaviors and then there's below the line energy so there's below the line masculine and below the line feminine energy and they're considered the wounded feminine or the wounded masculine and they're unconstructive I think that's a word (laughs) um, energy 
So what we can do is play above the line in our feminine energy. And if we look at the model, we think about also how we can bring more harmony into the workplace. So if we're playing in more masculine, how can we bring more feminine? And if we're playing more feminine, how can we bring more masculine into the workplace? So it's just the way I look at it to think, am I, <laughs> am I um, you know, being um, a, kind of harmonious here in the workplace? Because what, what we want is similar to the gender balance. We want um, a balance of energy in the workplace too. If you're interested in the model, um, you can probably just Google masculine and feminine energy model. Otherwise, you can send me an email and I'll send you my resource that I've created on that. So michelle at thelarsonc.com and I'll just put it in the, no- in the notes. So if all this resonates with you, leading with a brave heart, there's a few ways you can hear more about it. So you can check that out in the show notes or you can just follow me on Instagram at braveheartcoach. I'm always talking about the femi- feminine energy that we need in the workplace. So until next time, have an awesome day and I'll catch you um, in the next episode.